Welcome to Accessible Art History, the podcast, the best place for art history lovers or anyone that is curious. My name is Annalisa, and I'm going to be sharing an amazing Metropolitan Masterpiece with you today. Just a quick reminder before the episode starts, all sources and images will be posted on the Accessible Art History blog. You can find a link in the episode description as well as on Instagram at accessible.art.history and at metropolitan.masterpieces. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get started. The Mannerist period was an especially interesting one in art history. Artists were beginning to break free of the rigid compositions of the Renaissance and started to experiment with color, personality, and line. Agnolo de Cosimo, better known by his nickname Bronzino, was a part of this new generation of artists in Florence. His work, Portrait of a Young Man, exemplifies the period and his ideas, making it a metropolitan masterpiece. So to learn more, keep on listening. Standing at just over 3 feet or 96 centimeters tall, Bronzino's portrait of a young man is a study in youthful arrogance. The subject stands straight and tall, challenging the viewer with his gaze. He wears an all-black outfit, though the viewer is able to make out some details of the fabric. His jacket has a small white ruff peeking out of its top. It also has a fashionable slashing that adds a sense of texture and visual interest. The sitter's cap seems to be made of the same fabric as the jacket. However, it has small bits of gold sticking out of it. This is another symbolization of the sitter's impeccable fashion sense. The details of the furniture are equally as fascinating as the portrait. On the viewer's left, there is a table made of a dark reddish-purple material. To their right, we see a chair made of dark wood. Both have slightly terrifying, fantastical faces carved into them. This is a tradition that dates back to ancient Rome, and I will discuss it later in the episode. Besides those two pieces of furniture, the rest of the room is rather plain. The artist clearly wanted the viewer to focus on specific elements of portrait and the space. Although the young man's identity has been lost to history, there are some assumptions and theories floating around. Firstly, we can assume that he's wealthy due to his clothing and the setting of the work. As I just mentioned, his jacket and cap are made of a fine material and would have been the height of fashion in mannerist Florence. The level of detail and relationship to ancient Roman ideas in the furniture also indicate that the sitter was wealthy. Some art historians theorize that the portrait subject was one of Bronzino's friends. The artist is also a poet and frequented literary circles in Florence. The young man holds a book up on its spine, with his finger holding his place in the text. It seems likely that Bronzino would allude to his other passion in this way, especially if the sitter was one of his friends. Alas, without written record, it's unlikely we will ever know who this young man was. Next, I'm going to dive deeper into this work and the period in which it was created. First, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi there, this is Annalisa, the founder of Accessible Art History. Thanks for tuning in today. As a part of my mission, I work to provide free quality art history content for anyone who is curious. But if you'd like to support Accessible Art History, you can find the link to my Patreon for monthly support or buy me a coffee for a one-time donation. If you do decide to donate, please let me know so that I can give you a shout out on a future episode. Thank you for listening and let's get back to our episode. Alright, now that we're back, let's talk about the concept of grotesque. 
As I mentioned earlier in the episode, the style dates back to ancient Roman times. In general, the term is used to describe any ornamentation or motif that is a bit out of the norm. From over-exaggerated to ugly, from obnoxious to mysterious, the term can cover a lot of different things. This style gained traction in the Italian Renaissance because of the new discipline of archaeology. In the 16th century, workers uncovered a series of paintings on the wall of an area they called Le Gratte, or the Grottoes. This is where we get the name Grotesque. What they actually uncovered were the walls of the Domusaria, Nero's ill-fated golden house. I covered this site in the last season of the podcast and have linked it in the description if you would like to listen. Because of Nero's terrible reign and reputation, his golden house was abandoned and left to be overgrown. Artists of the era loved how the botanical details could be used to add dimension and visual interest. The unusual and scary faces were also used in unexpected ways, delighting viewers for centuries. And as we know, the Renaissance idealized the classical past, so the connection to the past didn't hurt either. By now, you may be wondering who the artist himself was. Bronzino, whose birth name was Agnolo de Cosimo, has become the, quote, poster child of Manners Florence. Despite this fame, though, we don't actually know much about his personal life. He was born on the 17th of November, 1503, in Florence. As the son of a butcher, we don't know much about his early life. The first bit of information we have discusses his early apprenticeship and studies under Raffaellino del Garbo. When Bronzino, whose nickname might have referred to his tan skin and or bronze slash auburn hair, was 14, he became the apprentice du Pantromo. This would have a profound effect on Bronzino, and the two would remain close throughout his life. In 1539, Bronzino was selected to help design the wedding decorations for the union of the Grand Duke Cosimo de' Medici and Eleonora of Toledo, the daughter of the Viceroy of Naples. This event was incredibly important to the Medici and Florence after a decade of civil unrest and uncertainty. The ducal couple loved his work so much that Bronzino became the official court painter of the Medici. Bronzino is most famous for his portraits. Those, especially of the Duchess Eleonora, influenced royal portraits for many decades to come. He was able to capture the personality and poise of such positions while still maintaining the sitter's dignity. Bronzino also dabbled in allegory and religious works, but those aren't quite as famous. In his later life, the artist was actively involved with the Academia della Arte del Disegno, of which he was a founding member. Bronzino lived and worked in Florence for his entire life, which is part of the reason he has come to exemplify the Mannerist period in the city. On November 23, 1572, Bronzino passed away at the age of 69. His style fell out of favor for several centuries before being appreciated once again in recent decades. As I alluded to earlier in the episode, Manners Florence was the beginning of a new era, both literally and figuratively. At the time, Cosimo I had just become duke. His succession was steeped in blood as his predecessor, Alessandro de' Medici, had been assassinated. Only two generations before, the Pazzi conspiracy also murdered Cosimo's ancestors. As a relative unknown to the political scene, he truly had to work to establish himself as a new leader. Additionally, Florence had once been the center of the art world. It was the birthplace of the Renaissance, after all. But, as with many things, trends ebb and flow. Mannerism developed as a reaction to the rigid form and composition of the Renaissance. Coming from the Italian word maniera, it refers to an artificial depiction of things instead of a realism of decades past. Artists were now elevated members of society. They were no longer simple craftsmen and could lead styles and trends. This self-conscious attitude towards creating would lead to a sense of anxiety and a slightly unsettling feeling that didn't always resonate with viewers. In fact, this period was rarely studied until recent decades. Bronzino's portrait of a young man entered into the Met's collection in 1929 at the behest of Mrs. H.O. Havemeyer. 
it joined an already impressive collection of European paintings. In fact, this collection consists of more than 2,500 works of art from the 13th through the 20th centuries. It's one of the oldest collections at the Met. 174 works from the personal collection of the museum's founders were used in the first iteration of the museum in 1871. Currently, the museum is renovating many of the galleries to allow for more natural light and a better flow for guests. According to their website, the project will finish in fall 2023. This portrait of a young man certainly exemplifies Bronzino's unique style. Slightly arrogant and artificial, it helps us understand the Mannerist period. Well, that's a wrap on today's episode. Make sure to tune in next time for an episode on a beautiful Gandaharan statue of the Buddha. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Accessible Art History, the podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at accessible.art.history and at metropolitan.masterpieces for updates and to keep an eye out for the next episode. They drop every week on your favorite podcast platform. If you prefer to listen on YouTube, you can find episodes there on well, about two weeks after each episode is posted. Cheers and see you for the next episode.